Good Times with Ed for Breakfast. And even more of the greatest hits all day. On Gippsland's Triple M. Time to talk Sushi Mango. Can't wait to have these guys in our own backyard. August 6th, Gippsland Performing Arts Centre, and uh, we're going to catch up with uh, Joe Salonitri, who is uh, one of the great characters, plays a lot of characters in this one as well, uh, teams up with his brother Carlo and Andrew Manfrey as well. Uh, from a simple podcast, things have just escalated really quickly with this mob, and uh, Joe joins us now. G'day, Joe. How are you? Good morning, mate. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, mate. I'm good. How, how are you finding this, mate? I mean, the fame has just come on quickly, profoundly, and you guys are kicking goals left, right and centre. Well done. Oh, thank you. Look, first of all, I'm dealing with the frostbite from the cold <laughs> at the moment. Um, it's uh, Apart from that, uh, the, the, the fame is the, the very frosty as well. I tell you, it's, it's, there's ice everywhere. It's, it's wonderful. But listen, it's it's been... You know, we, we, people say, how are you going with the fame and how are things going crazy, this, that, the other. Look, nothing's changed. Uh, we're still the same old, you know, can I say, wog boys from the from the suburbs, <laughs> you know, that... Uh, that what, sorry, one second. I don't want any pulp in this orange juice, please. Can you take it back? Thank you. Sorry, they put pulp in orange juice. I hate that when they do that. <laughs> um, but, you know, I... Um, we, we are the same guys, mate, and we don't, we don't muck around, and we're, we're still the same old fellas, and we just love making people laugh. That's where it's at. But I'm sensing that from the tour dates. By simply just looking at the tour dates here, not only... This is the difference. You've got Rod Laver Arena on the cards, 27th of August, which is incredible. It's massive. But then yeah. you're also looking after the regional aspects. You're going to Ballarat. You're coming here to Gippsland, Wollongong as well. I mean, it, you, you're not just focusing in on the big centres as well. You're spreading the love and your stories and your humour everywhere, which is fantastic. Absolutely, you know, um, with, with Rod Laver, it's it's probably probably been just been the most surreal, I guess, yeah. because this is the third one that we're doing, you know, and I don't usually like to say that because um, you know we tell the tax department we've only done one, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh, but 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 uh, that's been the most surreal uh, moment for us. That I mean, we're doing even another Kudos Bank Arena in in Sydney and and uh, others, but. Me and the boys have always said, you know, if we can take it to the regional parts of the country, uh, why should they miss out? Mm. You know what I mean? Let's 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 work out a way of bringing the whole team and the whole crew because there's, there's roughly, I mean, there's me and the guys, but you know what they say? It takes a small uh, person to to raise a, 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 a target. No, to, to raise a village, you got to take a. Uh, carry the one I don't know whatever they say about the small yeah, village long division yeah I, I'm with Correct. you either way there's yeah, a village yeah, there's children yeah, involved raise them get it on with it man yeah. raise and have a lot of families <laughs> and then when you when, and then there's a lot of cousins <laughs> so there's, there's, cousins. Uh, there's a <laughs> no but you know look it, 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 it takes a lot of uh, people to put this thing together and we just want to make it work so let's go out to the regional places and I've got to say mate we've been the 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 I guess the the mind blown, okay, because we put on one show in Gippsland, yeah. and that's sold within like a day, yeah, and and uh, so we've had to add this second one, and that one's going crazy too. I'm not saying we're going to add a third, but you never know. We've still got three months to go, and and the, the tickets are just selling like hotcakes. So it's it's so so good, so good to see. Well, as you said, you can sell the third one, just don't tell the tax office. Hey, did it all simply come about from you and Carlo 
uh, when you were younger, just taking the mickey out of your mum and dad? Because I know you know, I'm one of four, right? And we have all these wonderful memories and we mimic our father, we mimic our mother all the time and the different antics. Is that where the humble beginnings came from, where just these little intricacies uh, from mum and dad and nana and pop and all that sort of stuff, that's, that's how it sort of evolved over time? When I was younger, if I mimicked my dad, I would have been had a bag taken over my head. <laughs> uh, I would have been put into some sort of van and taken to an undisclosed location. That's what would have happened if I mimicked my dad back in the day. No, look, it was... I tell you what, my old man, he had a great sense of humour and he used to show us all these different, you know, back in the day, like Dean Martin, Lauren Hardy, yeah. Jerry Lewis, you know, uh, the, the old Marx Brothers, all those sort of comedies, plus a bunch of English comedies. So we had the, the comedy bug from a very young age. Um, but we, we used to just have these amazing characters in our lives, mate. Our aunties, our uncles, um, our, my dad's friends, our neighbours, and these people were just such amazing characters. They came to this country and did it so hard, mm. you know, and did it so tough, but found a way to work and found a way to have a great time and found a way to build 75 units. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, right, right, and not pay tax and uh, and and grow forty seven thousand uh, vegetables in their backyard without you know, letting letting the government know about that either. So, it was it was amazing these people that were in our lives. Now, we, what me and the boys found is that nowadays people are forgetting about these people. You know, people are forgetting about the hard times and and what they went through. Mm. So. We just, you know, stumbled across that, okay, we can do these accents and we can show these people uh, in a light that no one's really shown them before, you know. So, you know, we try and honour honor what these guys have done. And um, that's why we called the show Off the Boat. Uh, because, you know, we, we sort of try and pay homage to these people that came off the boat. Yeah. Uh, the 1950s, uh, massive yeah, immigration. It's huge. Yeah. I mean, my grandparents... Came over to Oz uh, back then. They were, they were Poms, uh, but uh, I mean, they they came over here and same thing. Uh, Grandpa settled in in Sunshine, and uh, yeah. you know, it's just all these different pockets, and that's why Sunshine's so unique and so and so diverse because th- that's where they all ended up settling out in yeah, the western man. suburbs and stuff like yeah, that. It's it's incredible. It is. It's, it's incredible. And it's, I mean, I, and coming to all these different uh, uh, regional country towns. You know, like um, we we were getting in a car, we we're driving so far out, and we you know stopping stopping out four or five hours out of Melbourne, and, and we're thinking, my God, these guys have arrived here in in this country, in this town, and uh, from from wherever they've come from, and they've worked their asses off all the way up until where we are today. Yeah. So we could we could have a better bit of time. So you know, um, I don't want to gets too emotional but it's thank god they did it so now i can make some money yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's exactly right hey joe no, saladitri we love it we love it joe saladitri joined it. us on the show uh he's going to be joined uh in, in performance there with carlo and andrew as well uh they're coming our way uh gippsland performing arts center august 6th you're gonna have a lot of fun with sushi mango if you're lucky enough to get tickets because they're selling out there may be a third show there may not be either either climb a tree look through the window and you'll be able to see the boys they'll be entertaining you no doubt about it hey uh uh, Joe, pleasure to catch up with you, my friend. Uh, enjoy the next couple of months. We can't have you in our own backyard in the next couple of months. Mate, we can't wait to come. We can't wait to be there, get the, get the tour up and running again. And uh, we just want everyone out there 
honestly, to have a great time, bring cash. I mean, just enjoy themselves. No, that, that's, what I, that's what I mean. Sorry. <laughs> Good yeah. on you, Joe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> catch up with you. Joe Selenitri there. Um, he's, a great, he's a great catch. And you'll be giggling all the way through, and hopefully you'll be giggling there as well. Uh, catch Sushi Mango at uh, Gippsland Performing Arts Centre. August 6th, tickets on sale. First show sold out. Second show's going like the clappers. Get involved. Head for breakfast on Gippsland's Triple M. Well, lucky enough to catch up with Jazz Shelley now, one of our own here in Gippsland, who's been turning heads over there in the US survey playing for uh, Nebraska Uni and doing some really good stuff there and when it comes to well I guess getting a name out there name image and likeness though have uh, changed the face of college sports there is no doubt about that and the NCAA have finally succumbed to the pressure from athletes as well so that they can make a little bit of a buck out of it as well but what does that mean for international students like Jazz Jazz joins us now who's been busy coaching all this week and uh, enjoying every moment of it of course being back home g'day Jazz how are you hi thanks for having me thanks for being here as well and uh, welcome home how's it been over the last couple of weeks it's been awesome I mean I haven't been home in a little while so this is really special to come back and see some family see some friends getting out and about to Phillip Island fishing chips on the beach that sort of stuff Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Hey, um, tell us about the journey. I mean, I, I was lucky enough to catch up with you a couple of years ago when you were with the Melbourne Deacon Boomers, and I remember asking you uh, a question when I was at SEN and saying, so w- w- what's the future hold? Do you want to stay near WNBL, looking at WNBA? And you said to me, you eyeballed me and just said, college, that's the dream, that's what it's always been. I want to go and play college hoops, and then we'll see what happens after that. Has it been everything that you've wished for? Yeah, definitely. I mean, my experience over there has been it's been incredible. I mean, I have a family away from home now, and um, I'm loving life over there. Um, yeah, the dreams definitely changed now. College is uh, coming to an end soon, so I definitely have some some goals and some dreams on the radar that I'm still working towards this year. How'd you go with the change-up? Because when you initially went over there, you were with Oregon, and then you've changed up to Nebraska for, for more opportunities, I'm assuming. How hard was it to make that decision, or was it relatively easy to, to simply just get out there and show your stuff? It was hard, but it wasn't. Um, there was definitely a shift in our program where we had a lot of people leave and kind of go through a whole new cycle of people, and I just felt like it was best for me to move on. There wasn't really a lot left for me there. And but the decision to go to Nebraska was was quite easy. I mean, I have relationships that were already cemented there, and I know that I was going to be trusted, supported, loved there. So that was a pretty easy decision in the end where I was going to go. Um, and it's just been incredible since I stepped foot in Lincoln, Nebraska. And with that, was there a bit of an upheaval with your studies? Because I know studies are a major part of college sport. If you're not getting the grades, you're not getting on the court as well. So mm-hmm. how do you go about finding that balance and, and making sure that, hey, you know, you're ticking all the boxes there in your studies, but also uh, focused on your game that weekend? It's definitely difficult, especially when you're playing two to three times a week, mm. training every day and on the road a lot. So you have to do a lot of um, work before um before you go away or get a couple extensions here and there and it's also with college you have to go out of your way to make sure you communicate and have good relationships with your professors so that you're able to keep up with your studies because like you said if you don't have good grades you can't play so it's definitely all about time management but um, our program really gives us time to allow for school and um, pushes us to be better academically also. 
Jazz Shelley's joined us on the, the show, of course. A wonderful Gippsland basketball turning heads over there in the US of A when it comes to the college scene. Um, COVID's wreaked havoc on everyone. <laughs> when it comes <laughs> to your time in college basketball, do you get a COVID year? Do you get to play it, run it back, so to speak, in some ways? Or do you miss that year uh, that was hampered by COVID? Um, it was my freshman year that we were uh, affected by COVID, so they've actually given me that year back. So I have another year of eligibility if for my fifth year if I do choose to use it. Okay. So have you thought about it? Um, I don't know what I'm going to do about it yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a great option to have. Um, it honestly just... I won't know until I, I play this more towards into this season and see how I'm performing and stuff. And see what options align after the college scene or whether it would be better for me to come back another year. So I'm definitely not opposed to it, but it's also something I'm going to have to think about a lot more. Knowing you, you like to smell the roses and don't look too far ahead. So if that's fair <laughs> enough, that's that's fine, Jazz. No problems. You don't need to unveil anything just yet. Um, <laughs> I will say the journalist inside me is just, you know, come on, tell something. Um, <laughs> hey, tell us about Nil. Now, this is name, image and likeness. Uh, it has really turned college sports on its head over there uh, mm-hmm. for a lot of the right reasons as well when it comes to the athletes. And I'm sure there are many uh, athlete college athletes from years gone by that are going, geez, I wish I had that back in my day. Um, but what does it mean for an international student? What can you get out of it, if anything? Yeah, it's super difficult for international students, but it's also incredible that college students are able, well, American college students are able to earn money off their name. I know previously, like if you, start, if you um, sold your jersey, say like with your name on your back or something, you couldn't receive any of those profits for using your name to sell to to the rest of the population or your fan base or anything like that. So it's awesome that people are able to do that now. But as an international student, you are on a student visa over there, um, not a working visa, so you can't earn any sort of like cash compensation or product or anything like that because you're not on that working visa. So what we can do is we can still like... um, So what I'm doing right now is because I'm situated in Australia right Mm now and I have a citizenship here... I can be working right now, so I'm home for five weeks. I've been working for those five weeks, but as soon as I go back to America, I kind of have to cut it out. Right. So you've only got five weeks of really, you know, uh, plugging your brand, I guess, in a lot of ways, and I see you've been doing that on social media and things like that. So can people sign up to you and and earn that partnership with you and work together now, but once you do go back over there, does that partnership cease? Yeah, so that's like... The contracts that like I've been putting up, uh, been putting together and stuff, they're only five weeks long, and we have to all like if I was to earn money from it, I have to be paid in Australia. I can't then receive further payments while I'm in America. It's it's kind of just more loopholes, but the compliance office at Nebraska have been incredible to find this loophole for me to uh, benefit from something, which I'm thankful for them. But it's definitely a a weird situation. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Well, look, hey, we wish you all the best. Hopefully uh, we can see more number ones uh, with the Nebraska colours around Gippsland sooner rather than later, of course. And who knows uh, what holds for you when it comes to your professional career. We know something's going to come out of it back here, whether it's in Australia or Europe or uh, in the States as well. Uh, we wish you all the very best. Great to have you back here in Oz for a couple of weeks and uh, good luck uh, maybe on your final year. If not, uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. 
Thank you so much. Jazz Shelley there, of course. Uh, Hails out of Moe, doing some wonderful stuff, of course, over there with Nebraska. You catch them on the college scene and follow her on Instagram as well. Those followers, they just keep on climbing. Good times with Ed for breakfast. Get the show podcast on Listener on Gippsland's Triple M.